0: Welcome to the show that wants you to put one finger in the air one time with a good homie Craig Sager, R.I.P. Man, this is another episode of it's a black and white thing. Man, 2016 has been we lost some we lost some great ones out here. But again, you listen to another episode of it's a black and white thing. I am your host A One. I go by Carlos So You can call me either or you can call me Dan um, also as well. Um, I don't know if I told that story on the show. About yeah, it. I did. I did. All yeah. right about how i was called dan for six months at my job shout out to the faithful listeners that would have known when you said that yeah we got a special guest in the house so i don't know if he's going to actually talk or not but you know we'll, we'll shout him out here in just a second definitely um you can uh listen to the show at soundcloud.com soundcloud.com backslash brains and bars because we are the only sports podcast with brains and bars you can follow us on twitter at twitter.com backslash brains and bars facebook Search for brain at brains and bars on Facebook. I mean, we got it on live. I mean, that's ours. That's hashtag mine. Ours. We us. We we out here with that. So you see anybody with some brains and bars and it's not it's a black and white thing, let us know so we can pocket check them. It's like, hey, you got to come up <laughs> off that, homie. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So also, also, we are now on iTunes. So you can subscribe. If you go and search, it's a black and white thing on iTunes. You can subscribe that way. Or if you have a uh Google, Apple, Android, whatever y'all do over there, because I don't know nothing about that life. Anyway, um if you have a uh some kind of Samsung. podcast app uh it pulls from the iTunes feed so search it's a black and white thing and you su- you can subscribe there. Please subscribe go rate the show rate it fives if you gonna rate it like if you're gonna rate it one. We can say you can say that. But if you want to go rate the show comment on the show uh comment that way iTunes knows that you know we're out here that they're a show that they should be paying attention to. Um, Holler at us, man, yeah. So you can holler at us again, Twitter.com, Brains and Bars, Facebook.com, Brains and Bars, just come holler at us. As always, we are in the MMP studios. Um, Shout out to the homie Trent. Um, Also, I do a radio show called The Sports Disciples, Wednesday, Saturday, 645 to 715, so that's 30 minutes. Check me out there, praise95.3fm.com, KCPZ. And as always, I'm joined by the good homie, A. Ward. What's up, man? What's goody, good, 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 y'all? Let me see if I can talk a little bit louder into the microphone.
1: Okay, so I'm just testing it out. Because a lot of the listeners said sometimes they can't hear me when I talk. So I'm trying a new thing. Um, It's called, it's called using a little bass in your voice.
2: It's generally later in the episode when you get, like, uh, super relaxed and then you, or you're depressed because you're talking about a Tennessee season or something like that. But... We're going to work on it, because that's my job. First off, the levels right, like, l- first,
1: so. let's get one thing straight, right? I didn't even know there were three microphones, okay? <laughs> so, so here we are, and we have a guest, and <laughs> he has his <laughs> own microphone. And then I look back, and I see Trent is talking to us on a karaoke machine. <laughs> microphone. <laughs> I don't know if that is like <laughs> the Britney Spears <laughs> special of microphones, <laughs> but you don't dog Tennessee this early in the podcast
2: especially after i brought you a gift you know what you right, felice navidad my bad exactly so stop whining
0: mm, bars and bars <laughs> bars <laughs> no nah, man it's good to be back though it's good to be back how you been good good um so before we go any further i uh we have a special guest in the house so a- as as i talk about on this show like this show is is more than just me and a water but it's also about the homies mm-hmm. Um, So, we you know, we bring Trent in. We talk about our other homies. We're going to have our other homies on the show um, at some point. And so this is one of the homies who has been wanting to be on the show for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, he's in. He's live with us in the studio tonight. So shout-out to the homie Los. Los is in the house, you know what I'm saying?
3: What's good.
0: Yeah, what's good. So <laughs> do you want – I don't know if you want to throw out any social media credentials, if you want people to, you know, follow you, check you out. You know, you got a little – Blog thing that you do from time to time. I mean, you want to throw any of that out for the people?
3: I'm actually good on followers
0: right now. Oh,
1: okay. I feel like I feel like he just showed up to just you know state his his claim about the the inerrancy. Is that even a word? Of inerrancy, yeah. That's of a biblical our last thing. podcast when he was kind of thrown under the bus. Um, Wait, inerrance. You might have
0: used it wrong though. Cause the Bible is inerrant, right? It means it has no, it has no, uh, no, in, no. Yeah, I think I, I think right? I might have used that wrong. It still sounded good though. It did um, sound good, but you know, I don't want you to be out there in kind con- of casual conversation talking about inerrancy and you. Get yeah,
1: I probably use that at work too. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. It's good to, to have you, Louis. So I understand you got a lot of followers. Um, you got, you. I got Twitter. I got a lot of followers. You know, <laughs> see
0: no, you can't be doing this.
1: <laughs> you can't be throwing these inside jokes out here like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, but it is shocking to have you, man. Yeah, so
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you gotta cheat. Yeah, you have to cheat.
0: <laughs> Yo, I can't. Unfortunately, um, that is not a story that I can share for story time. On <laughs> it's a black and white thing. Uh, but you know, maybe on the last episode we'll let it all hang loose and we'll tell. We'll the, call. Uh, we'll start calling those gray areas. Don't ruin no lives. <laughs> Hashtag Don't ruin areas. no lives out here. We not going to ruin no Don't lives ruin out, no here, lives out We not. We not. But that is hilarious. Yeah.
3: What's hilarious is Trent's mic. I mean, <laughs> if we could go back <laughs> to that.
0: That
1: microphone if is hilarious.
2: Go back to the Hello Kitty. It looks like man. one of those microphones. <laughs> all right, listen, listen. <laughs> this is a good mic. And for whatever reason, it's all silver. And, well, you know, let's just call it Platinum.
1: I hear what the a Dick Clark I would say that Trent stole that mic from a church. <laughs> but I don't know when the last time Trent been to a church. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that mic Yo. is anti-platinum. Oh, <laughs> oh. like, nothing platinum about
2: that mic. <laughs> it's like anti-platinum. <laughs> y'all are stupid. <laughs> it's the
0: opposite of platinum like, we like three minutes in and we go roasting. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Hilarious. But y'all off get out. <laughs> Wow, we're three minutes in the show and we got mad, mad jokes. That is hilarious.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff. All good right. Stuff. So
0: I don't even know where to start. I'm trying to figure. Out, okay. So what I learned this week? I didn't learn a whole lot this week. Um, this week has been super duper hectic for me. I got a lot, lot happening at work. So again, a little bit about me. Right. I work in a mailroom. It's the holiday season. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So anyway, moving on. So what have I learned this week? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, oh! Shout out to the connects. This is what I learned this week. Um, I learned this week that. Midwest Battle Rap has some really good, really really dope guys. Um shout out to the Connects, Shopo Art Jarvis man they put on Crucial Conflict 2 at the Loop this weekend. Um you know, unfortunately some things fell through so the card was, you know, changed mm-hmm. a little bit. So I didn't get I w- I went because I wanted to see a couple of my favorite guys that I've watched, you know, in person and on on YouTube. Didn't get to see them. That's all right because that lineup was still pretty dope. Um, you know, the ones that I can't, first of all, I don't know who's responsible for dropping these battles, but I need these before Valentine's Day. Right, right. Put that out there now. I need these before Valentine's Day. Chapo, Art, Jarvis, I don't know which one of y'all I would love. We're going to try to have you guys on the show in January. So maybe I'll ask y'all in person when we can break some news there. But, uh, but you know, I need those before Valentine's Day. Um, but Dobie versus Cannon was dope. Um, Ice Cold, obviously, and j Ron was, oh my gosh, Crazy. Showstopper Eli B. Crazy. Super, super dope. Um, But shout out to everybody in the car, man. It was a good time. A um, good time was had by all, you know what I'm saying, another dope event put on by the mm-hmm. Um, And again, like, man, ice cold. Fire. Fire, bro. Fire, dog. Fire, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's. Oh, okay. Yeah, Copeland okay. did. He wasn't on the card this weekend. He just got back from New York, though. But Eyes Copeland's cold. getting better. Yeah, He's considered like the most improved battler over the last year. I like Copeland um, so, so shout out to Copeland as well. Um, like you said, we had the two one-rounders. We had T.A. Rail and Dex. We
0: which had, was dope. Which was dope. Um, Decoder and Cashflow. Now, shout out to Decoder. Yeah. Like, admittedly, <clears throat> I'm not a huge Decoder Hussein fan. But this one, I was like, I was feeling him. And he mm-hmm. just kind of, and it, to me what was really dope, he just he just kept going. Yeah. And it kept going, it kept going. He just had, and then kind of the way he switched it up with yeah. kind of that quick flow. Yep. Like, it was really dope. Shout out to Cashflow, which you told me. I didn't catch it in the moment, but he basically freestyled yeah. for about basically most of his round. Well, Cashflow and Dex both took the battle
1: on four days' notice, which wasn't kind of told to the crowd. And, um, but, you know, it's the, the Decoder's opponent backed out and TA's opponent backed out. And so they both just popped in our, our Facebook group and said, "Hey, I'll come battle," you know, and um and Dex was cooking before, you know, he slipped up um and Cashflow, you know, he he is entertaining the crowd, you know. He and and yeah, he free, he freestyled probably 75% of his 4-minute round, which is
0: just impressive in itself, you know. And it w- it wasn't like whack, like it wasn't no. terrible, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to the Connects, man. Put on a dope event. Was glad to be there. Shout out to Sauce yeah. Uh Sauce had his release for Soul Food 3. I didn't get a chance to stay for the whole thing cuz I wanted to get to the Connects uh to the Crucial Conflict too, but it was a dope event if you haven't. Um, I think it's they call me Sauce at bandcamp. at bandcamp.com. Um go get that, man. We're going to have him on the show um here and we'll also have the homie Marcus Rose. He's been here before. He reviewed um Soul Food 3 which I don't know the website. Like, I got I to gotta hook this up for the homie Reese. Is that it ampentertainment.net Amped- Entertainment.net? dot Entertainment.net. You yeah. can go to dot Entertainment.net, see the review that Marcus did of Soul Food 3, and I believe there's a link to go check it out. So mm-hmm. go check that out. The homie Marcus did a good review. He wants to sit down with Sauce and have like a, a, a uh, one-on-one, I'm trying to think of a prominent uh, journalist mm-hmm. who who does one-on-ones. I can't think of one. Tom Brokaw, Dan Rather, Montel Williams. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, one of those things is not like the other. I'm sorry. I don't
2: know. No, uh, also, big shout out to Reese. You know me and Reese beef uh, since, you know, like 2010. But yo, Did you I buy album yet? respect that man's grind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's all we want. All
1: we want to know here in at Amped Entertainment's black and white thing is we, have you bought get the hands. album yet?
2: I Definitely didn't.
1: Oh, this, so you stream uh, it? Li- Is it your Spotify account?
2: I did listen to it on Spotify. Okay, though. okay. I did listen to it on Spotify. I did stream it. So I did actually, I have heard it. <laughs> Yes, actually it is. Actually, I, actually I paid for it, <laughs> But Netflix? <laughs> definitely don't. So, But if you got an a Oh, the Go, other thing I learned this week, and I actually boy. learned this on the ride. Yeah, I, I need ride. that. So I have a Drake Game playlist. Game of Thrones, come on back. Uh, the Drake playlist yeah, has that.
0: just about right, every, or every, almost every genre, style of music genre of imaginable in it. And Lord Knows came on from, uh, not nothing was the same, but from Take Care. I don't care that Drake doesn't write his own rhymes. Like, that is irrelevant to me. But whoever writes his rhymes, whether it's him and the team, whoever puts it together, when he's on, like, dude is one of the best in in the world. And for the reason I say it doesn't matter who writes his rhymes, you know why I say that? Diddy. Diddy is why I say it doesn't matter who writes the rhymes because you still have to be skilled enough to deliver the rhyme. Uh, Last Train of Paris from Diddy and Dirty Money. One of uh, one of my favorite albums to listen to. It would be a classic album if Diddy didn't murder, absolutely murder some of the songs because he cannot rap well enough for the stuff yeah. that's written for him. Um, like it's one thing to have somebody write for you, and then it you can tell they wrote it because it sounds like him. You can tell the stuff Rick Ross wrote for for Diddy because he sounds like he's at karaoke trying to do Rick Ross. Wasn't Royce writing for Diddy too? I, I, I thought I heard that I rumor. Royce wrote for him, which was like super like odd to me, but. I mean, he I- may. I mean, look, it's a check, you yeah. know. And if you are gonna pay me to do it, I'm there for it. Right. So, um, but nah, man. But when Drake is on, like with his man, like that dude can freaking rap, or he can freak. Well, yes, he can rap because it's the ability to get in the booth and get in the melody and put the words together. W- uh, put the words together well. So that's the other thing I learned this week. So, so that's all I learned.
1: In a sense, um, you would think that since you are, you know, writing for somebody that they would purchase that from you right it would be a check there would be an exchange there okay, right? right you right. wouldn't just give them that information for free right right okay um i, I was just wanting i was just want to kind of try to segue maybe into that whole tommy elrod uh, <laughs> s- uh, story i don't i don't before we do that oh we, we, we had to go to do another segment
0: what 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 are you looking
1: forward to what am i looking forward to trent's phone getting a new screen on it <laughs> um uh. hilarious uh Hilarious. We're sorry, um, um, listeners. um, At times, sometimes here in the MMP studios are, um, if you can see my air quotes right now, I'm using them the right way, Joey. I promise. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Um, just just if you're riding your car, wherever you listen, just do the air quotes Just do the air quotes. Our DJ, um, (coughs) Trent, sometimes just kind of interrupts us with some different funny things every now and then. So that's what that brief pause was. But what am I looking forward to? Um, Bowl games. That's probably the biggest thing I'm looking forward
0: Jesus. to. And they start, like, in two days. Bro,
1: I looked at the calendar today, and I was like, wait a minute, next week is Christmas? Like, <laughs> no, <nah, laughs> like, this this isn't right, you know? Like, I mean, it's the 15th, so the next seven days from today is the 22nd, right? So yep. Christmas is Sunday? Is it, I mean, not, not this Sunday, but the next one? Yeah. So yep, yep, yep. I was thinking about all my shopping I had to do and everything, but I was kind of like, wow. But, yeah, that's what the most I'm looking forward to is um, ignoring every Tiger Woods article I see online. Until he actually really starts playing well, and then I'll probably start reading again. He wasn't bad
0: though in that tournament. He wasn't really? bad. I mean, it was ups and downs. Like I think there was a s- sixty-five in there. Shot a sixty-five. I think there was a seventy-three in there. Mm-hmm. So it n- up and down, up um, and
1: down. Still haven't publicly seen. Now Skylar Diggins just got engaged,
0: right? Yeah, she got engaged over okay. the summer. So I don't know. You know, normally those things take about a year. Okay, cool because I haven't publicly seen the name change yet. I'm just waiting for whatever show happens after
1: that. It's probably going to be one I'm going to be a little sentimental on. Um, but other than that bowl games, that's uh you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Tennessee's got Nebraska, which I think will be a actually one of the better bowl games. Yeah, um, I agree. Of of this which I haven't seen very many that I've really liked other than some of the big games.
0: Haven't even looked. Like I have no idea. Yeah,
1: I haven't seen very many um you have like K-State, Texas A&M. Like, that's just not a very good game to Ooh, me. Nah. You know, um, you have LSU is playing. Uh, who did they get? They get. Oh, uh, they got. Man, I forget who. But, yeah, there wasn't. But uh, Tennessee, December 30th, plays Nebraska. Shout out to. Ooh, um, LSU got Louisville. Louisville, yeah. That was the other one that I was thinking there was a good. Uh, 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 that'll. You know, obviously you have Fournette and you'll have. Uh, yeah. And Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. So that'll be a, a game that a lot of scouts will be at, I assume. And um yeah, so um so that's what I'm looking forward to this week. I'm also looking to um just try, trying to relax, man. It's been a it's been a crazy month, busy month already, so
0: I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so speaking of college football, now we can segue uh into the first thing we want to get into. This is a fairly new story, a fairly breaking story, breaking news story. Um that has been dubbed as Wakey Leaks, uh which I like that. Wakey Leaks, I saw uh Stay Woke Forest as uh, as well as thrown out there. Um <laughs> but uh That is hilarious. So uh Tommy Elrod run, Elroy, forest, run. <laughs> Tommy Elrod uh is a who was the radio announcer for the Wake Forest Demon Deacons football team was fired because um, I believe this is like doing – whenever Louisville played uh, Wake Forest, I believe it was at Wake Forest, this was a Thursday night game because I remember Wake Forest was up 12 to nothing, um, but then Louisville scored 44 straight, 44 unanswered to win that game. Well, after the game, the administration found documents of plays from Wake Forest, uh, of Wake Forest that were in the stands. They wanted to look into it. They did (laughs) an investigation and this investigation has turned up that Tommy L Rod was going around as early as 2014 going around and giving out plays playbook play proprietary information that belonged to the Wake Forest team out to opposing coaches um Louisville came out after this as the story first broke they were the first ones implicated because it was found during their game and they essentially said well yeah we got that we were given we were given some information we didn't do anything with it now, leave us alone we we have a bowl game we need to prepare for hmm. uh, a couple hours ago it was also announced that Virginia Tech during Frank Beamer's last season was also given information about their uh, about their game plans and things that they had you know put together to try to win and the game that went to overtime it's 0-0 by the way
1: I remember that game
0: yeah yeah the game went Game went to overtime tied at zero. I think Wake Forest ended up winning three to not Wake Forest, but Virginia Tech won either three to nothing. I think it might have been three to nothing. Wow. So, so obviously he's been let go. And like this story in what has been an interesting 2016 is like a wild uh, story to conclude because it's I it just it boggles my mind. Like, so to give a little bit of background, this dude he played at Wake Forest, coached at Wake Forest with the last regime. When the new cl- coach, Dave Clawson, came in, he let him go but decided he became a part of the radio team and was given all access to practices, game plans, all this stuff because, I mean, it's that's his job. He's reporting for the team. Um, and so it, it boggles my mind, like, if you were upset that dude, you know, um, decided to give out that information, like, you could have quit and just slandered him to no end. You could have gotten on Twitter. You could have done a whole bunch of things to – to To say that this guy wasn't the man, but to basically ruin your career, I don't want to say ruin your life because it's just Wake Forest football. It's not like he did this at you know, right? Uh, like Tennessee or Bama or something. Right. Although that would be amazing did for this to imagine? happen. Like the uh, that would be amazing if that happened in the SEC. Like now I'm almost rooting for something like, like this to happen. His
1: family, his kids, his.
0: Everything that would have to do with him <laughs> would be – Would be in danger. In danger. <laughs> I mean, you think, oh, boy, poisoned the, the the tree right in Auburn. What would they do to his food um, if this was, like, in Tuscaloosa or in Auburn? Let but Bama find out that,
1: you know, their radio announcer gave plays to Auburn the year they ran that kickback for the touchdown.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, let, let's just find out Lane Kiffin was just handing out information. Right. Uh To Washington because he's going he's off the FAU right oh gosh like I mean, like this is crazy, and I guess the thing for me is the most astonishing, amazing thing about this is that he didn't get paid for this free. he gave this up for free, and to me that is the very definition of hustling backwards, like like bro, like the game is to be sold not to be told like if i'm gonna be giving out this information, I need you to pay me. Like I need you to get, come up off something. Like I need a favor. So like if I get fired, can I go be Louisville's radio guy? Now? Right. Like you know, I just can't be giving this information up for nothing. And so this leads me to a point about sports in general. So again, we when we talk about sports, we we you know you you have to play the game the right way. You have to. It's not about if you win or lose, but it's how you play the game. you know, and all these stupid cliches that don't mean anything. Um. But at the end of the day, guys, it's not about building great moral character in sports. It's about wins and losses. Right. Like, go ask Charlie Strong. If Charlie Strong could have gotten some information on on OU and on uh, K-State or Kansas, good Lord, that could (laughs) have helped him win those games, like, Charlie Strong would have took that information because his job is on the line. Like, nobody cares if you build great men. Can you imagine if,
1: like, the KU football radio guy, like, handed – Charlie Strong, KU's Playbook. Like, I have a feeling that Charlie Strong would look at that thing and be like,
0: this is hilarious. <laughs> right. I feel like KU's Playbook looks like the Tecmo Bowl Playbook. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can like, just like four different plays. It's four different plays, It's yeah. got the annexation of Puerto Rico on ah. it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, but for real, at the end of the day, sports is about wins and losses. And nobody well, – while it's great if you can build great character and you can build great men and women out of playing sports, that's like the cherry on top of the cake, but the cake better be a whole bunch of wins and a whole bunch of championships or a whole bunch of great seasons. Otherwise, nobody cares. Right? Like nobody really cares about that. So I don't really have any, you know, any disdain, or I'm not going to be get on my moral high horse and point the finger at Wake, uh, no, not at Wake, but at uh, Virginia Tech and at Louisville for taking this information because it's about winning football games. Right. Like, and and look, if I was on the coaching staff and they would have had to meet some stuff, I would have, you know, I would have took a peek at it. I I would have been on that Louisville kick like yeah they gave it to me I looked at it but I didn't use it maybe you know because I'm not on that I didn't touch the ball coach life like I ain't I ain't on that life right like if I touched it coach and it went out of bounds and the referee said it's our ball forget Alex like exactly I, Alex is gonna take gonna see these hands if we lose this game so anyway you know what I'm saying but so I mean that's the great big takeaway for me is that this is this is the cutthroat world of college sports of sports in general not just college sports um, I mean you look at. We're, we're going to get in the NFL, but the Giants said that the Steelers were defl- Deflating, deflated yeah. their footballs, um, and the NFL quickly dismissed that claim. By the way, uh, when when asked when they asked Roger Goodell why he said because they're not the Patriots. I mean, duh, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <And> basically, <laughs> basically, um, you know. So you know, but I mean, if if you if you're not Cheating, you're not trying. Like I mean, I mean, everyone looks to gain a little bit of an advantage, and if if one is presented to you, matter of fact, if someone offers Colin Kaepernick for Drew Brees, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Right. I mean, it's like it's <laughs> like stealing. Yeah. I it's mean, like it's like stealing. I mean, what are you supposed and, and to do? You don't even have to pay for it. Like right. It's, it's just right. They just they just hit you up in your DMs like yo I got a I got a bomb offer for you. Are you supposed to say no at that point?
2: You know what, I I agree, because sometimes sometimes people just make mistakes, but then they come back and, like, are, like, first in the fantasy football standings and had a bye week and probably going to go to the uh, championship and probably win the whole thing and everybody going to be mad. That's what probably happens after you so do So, secondly, like that. I, I just so want to point out that he's sometimes. wearing too. You know, sometimes it do not they, work they're out. They're not big enough. But you so come back
1: like, and you be great. They're like literally, like, you, know, you got on Abby headphones. He's got on, like, the. Uh, there has to be a karaoke machine because if you see it. it <laughs> I forgot because of the DJ thing. <laughs> it, it, all, right, all right, all right, sorry. Continue your story about probablys and impossibilities. <laughs> I forgot because of the DJ. It doesn't matter what you. <laughs> Playoffs. Anyway, so <laughs>
0: we can tell you about this inside Raise joke because the <laughs> two parties are in the house. <laughs> Raise um, your hands if you're in playoffs. Our producer, our Steam producer, last okay. year yep. at fantasy Thank football, um, was seeking to improve his team. Improve, allegedly, and he reached out to our buddy Lowe's here, and he hit him up and said, "Hey, bro, how about Colin Kaepernick for Drew Brees?" Um, and I'll never forget no, this no, because, now no, mind you, he said, "How about I give you right? Colin I give Kaepernick you, right." It wasn't like we gonna share. No, no, How about? I give you Drew Brees and you give me Colin Kaepernick? Right, <laughs> and I'll never forget this because Los was like, "Bro, no, bro, no. you never no. believe this." And he, he like we're sitting yeah. out, we're sitting. He sits to me, go look at this. Right, and I'm like, "Are you serious? Like, is this real life right now? Did he just really <laughs> send you that? <laughs> like, he sent him that, and you know, um, it ruined Trent's team, and so now you know he's on, he's on this black Donald Trump stuff. <laughs> Um, he's making fantasy football great again. And only in Trump's America can Trent, a man who traded Colin Kaepernick for Drew Brees turn around oh, and then win his division, be in first place, get a buy, and have. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say an okay chance because Stafford's <laughs> fingers, might, that might hurt your chances. But, you know. I'm uh, going to say okay chance
2: If Dak. If hold on. If. I'm not going to say that. My bad. If one of my quarterbacks played as poorly as they did, <laughs> so Los is a Cowboys fan. Who's before, we're
0: going to talk about the Cowboys? We are going to talk about the Cowboys. I'm being a little trouble, but yeah. But I'm we kind of we like segue there like greatly. The but again. I mean, you know, um, you know, again, football of uh, sports are about wins and losses, even in fantasy. And you know, if and also in fantasy football, if you know someone offers you David Johnson and Kirk Cousins. You know, for a bunch for a poo poo platter of trash. Oh, oh what? a what? A poo poo platter of trash. So, poo poo platter. I'm getting
1: that to be the last time that phrase is used (laughs) on Instagram black and white. I'm just
0: you ain't never had a poo
1: poo platter, bro. I don't even I don't even have that those that vernacular that I don't know I don't know what you're talking about. Google it. Screwed the pooch.
2: Poo-poo platter? <laughs> yes. But anyway, you know, if someone offers you that trade, you're supposed bad. to take
0: it. Now, thankfully, <laughs> the because, pooch. you know, god is a, a god of justice. Bad. Very much so. Uh, you okay. know, the guy who received that, that trade that was very tilted in his favor lost in the playoffs, you know. So shout out to him, you know, and hopefully he'll be all right. He'll be back next year. But anyway, we digress. So <laughs> we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so next up on the docket, why don't we talk about people who got fired? You know, what? actually, before we do that, <coughs> Uh, we'll talk a little bit of college basketball real quick. So, I'm a North Carolina basketball fan. A. Uh, obviously, Tennessee is a Tennessee volunteers. fan. Tennessee and North Carolina, we're not, we're not talking about that right now.
1: Can we go back to the timeout thing, like, uh, where you only get three?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're. Rock Chops. Yeah, yeah. So, we don't need to hear from you for a little bit. We're yeah. good. We're good. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Tennessee oh, took on North Carolina. We still doing that? Um, okay. At North Carolina uh, this past weekend, right, sh- pretty good game, pretty yeah. good game. Uh, Tennessee yeah. was up by much as 15, right? Yeah, 15 in the first
1: half. Um, shot the ball ridiculously well. Third
0: highest percentage ever in a half by a North Carolina opponent. That's normally how North Carolina loses. Like, their opponent, like, shoots, like, some amazing percentage. Yeah. And then the next game they play, they actually play like crap. Yeah, I think we shot 68 or 74. If those are the
1: numbers that, um, that run – 68 or 74% from the field in the first half. Uh I knew when we went to the when we went to halftime only up, I think it was 8 or 9. I thought there's no way, you know, I mean, we just shot 70%, you know, and we're up by 8 or 9? Are you serious? Um but North Carolina's without their starting point guard, right, Barry? Yep, um, Joel Berry, who is might like be uh, one of the best point guards round. in the nation. He's been
0: hooping. He's been hooping. So the thing that if you have watched Carolina play, or if you're not familiar with Carolina, they run a secondary break, uh, made famous by Dean Smith, and Roy Williams is a Dean Smith disciple. Obviously, he coached uh, – was an assistant coach for Roy before going to Can- – uh, for, for Dean before going to Kansas, and he runs that offense, and that offense is predicated primarily on having a really good – to great point guard. So the thing I'll say is that when you have a great point guard running that system, it's like having a Maserati. When you have guys who are just okay, it's like having a Honda. I mean, you know, Hondas are good. They're cool. They get the job done, but it's not a Maserati, right? Right. And so when Joel Berry is running that offense, he can score. He can distribute. Um, it's like having that Maserati. And without those other guys, uh, Kenny Britt. Not Kenny Britt. Um, Kenny he, Meeks. Kennedy Meeks. Not Kennedy Meeks. I can see his face. His last name is Britt, so I can't think of his first name, hmm. but um, the kid who went on the Mormon mission, whose name I can't remember, and Seventh Woods, who was a YouTube sensation. Right. Who, yeah, totally didn't realize he played for North Carolina yeah, until like so he's two a, weeks ago. He's a freshman. And, and, and hashtag, we're getting old out here. Uh, Shay Rush, Jerron Rush's son, is a walk-on at North Carolina. Are you serious? Yes. He's a walk-on in North oh Carolina. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, Right, so for those who don't know, Jerron Rush in this area, the Rush brothers, Jerron Rush, Kareem Rush, um, Brandon. Brandon Rush, who p- went went to Westport for like a semester uh, before transferring out of the city well, because of academic reasons. Um, they're like basketball royalty here. Jerron and Kareem went to Pembroke Hill, uh, some of the maybe, the, to me, the greatest high school basketball player I've ever seen. Um, Jerron was insanely talented, went to UCLA, um, had a shot at the league, but – um, some vices got him. He was the most talented of the brothers by far, and they were. And the other two are, are nothing to slouch at. But his son is in college now, and just like whoa, like we were all around a high school age when he was like destroying the city. And so, but I digress. So to go back to that, so I want to talk real quick about North Carolina because they're a blue blood school. Um, obviously, they have their rivals down the road, Duke, um, their biggest rival. Be quiet, Lose. Um NC State and other schools. And so, Roy Williams in his time at Carolina, since he got there in 2000, I think, five, 2004, 2005 was his first year. um, His kind of game plan has been, get one superstar five-star recruit and surround him with really good to great four stars. So after McCants, Felton, and um, Wayne Ellington left, um, Nate Britt is that kid's name which just came to me. Anyway. Um and leading up to 2009, you had Tyler Hansbrough, and then kind of like the the really, even though Ty Lawson was a five star, you know he was a good to great college point guard. He surrounded Hansbrough with a great core around that. Harrison Barnes was the last elite prospect that he got, mm-hmm. and then the scandal hit. Uh, Coach K changed his stance against one and done players and started recruiting one and done players. And so since that scandal, that's really hurt North Carolina's recruiting. Brandon Ingram who went to Duke, is from a pipeline school that I think, believe p- produced Stackhouse. Um, Reggie Bullock came from this school. Like, this school is a pipeline to Carolina. He went to Duke, he said in part because of the scandal. But I think Roy's days of recruiting these top elite prospects may be done, in part because of the scandal, in part because he's not in love with the one-and-done player. He wants a guy who was going to stay a minimum of two or three years. And so what that means for North Carolina is they're going to have every three or four years. They'll get some really high four guys, um, some low three-star guys that are going to be really good in three to four years. But up to that point, they're going to struggle. And so, like, Duke has got, like, three kids who are lottery lottery picks. Um, Jason Tatum, who's from Columbia. Jason Tatum's from Columbia. Frank Jackson. um, And then Harry Giles, who's a seven-footer, who is coming off knee surgery. So not sure when he'll play. But he's got – and there's another kid who I can't even think. It is like a fourth kid. Who's like really talented, right? And, you know, and they have talent that was right. returning to the roster. So, as a, if you're a North Carolina fan, like you, that's something for you guys to watch because they don't have any. Uh, Raymond Felton's nephew, Jalik Felton, is a five-star guy at a point guard, but I don't know if they have, you know, <laughs> if they have the uh, the crew to get it done in terms of talent because they play Kentucky next week, this weekend actually. Um, you know, I don't know if they have the talent. At to the end of the day, does it still not come
1: back to coaching? Or I mean, or are, are we in a day and age where it has to be five star play? I mean, because if you look at who won last year, um, Villanova, right? Uh, I know I did not mean to bring that up, uh, um, but you brought up Los Fantasy Football games, so yeah, you know, it's yeah, but like Vila- uh, Villanova, I don't know that they they had. Blue chip five star, you know. That's true. So so are we making an excuse for not beating Duke or making an excuse for not winning championships?
0: Actually, Roy's been pretty good. Like quad as is kept. Like Roy has been he's kind of dumped, Coach K. I just feel like you're saying the wheels are falling off. (laughs) No, I'm not saying the wheels are falling off, but it's
1: at At least you have wheels on the bus, okay? (laughs) Because at Tennessee, (laughs) we're just chilling.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, in terms but in terms of competing year in and year out for championships, I just don't know because a lot of college sports is about expectation. Okay, right. So at Bama, you're expected to win. At mm-hmm. Auburn, you know expectations are high, maybe a little bit overstated, but they're high. Right. You know, and at North Carolina, you're you're a blue blood, right? Like you're supposed to be. At Tennessee, you're expected to win in life.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the champions. You of are life. supposed
1: to be a life champion. Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? So I mean. So the expectations are they should be champions every year. And so Roy doesn't get a lot of respect as it is as being a great coach, which he is, but if you're not getting that talent, um and you're you're watching Duke get all this talent and you're, you know, maybe splitting the season series and you're not making uh elite eights and sweet sixteens, like people are gonna point to that at some point because So is Roy moving towards a hot seat? He's not moving towards a hot seat. I think it might be getting to the point, though, where North Carolina might need to start looking at successors. I know Hubert Davis is mentioned as someone who could be a potential successor. Um, Gerard Haas, who's at UAB, who's a former uh, Roy player and a coach under him at Carolina. Like, he might be someone. They're going to look to keep it in the family because that's what they do at Carolina. Like, they're going to look to hire someone who's within his coaching tree or who's in the Carolina family. So. Um, I don't know. But, I mean, I think that's something to watch going forward is can he get those number one, can he get the Harry Gileses, the Brandon Ingrams of the world because they're now going to Duke, they're going to Kentucky, California, probably enough, uh, Arizona. He can can recruit apparently. He did something. So, you know, but that's something to watch going forward. I mean, we'll talk more about college basketball as the season progresses and we get closer to March, um, my favorite time time of the year
1: basketball, uh, college basketball games that have really caught my eye, like, yet. Like, I haven't seen, like, that game that had just, like, ushered me into,
0: all right. I mean, the Indiana-KU uh, game was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That went overtime. Um, Duke-KU was pretty good. Um, yeah, it hasn't been a lot. Like, Carolina got ran out of the gym by Indiana, which I feel like the Big Ten ACC people give Duke, like, a slide. Like, I feel like they always play, like, the, the team that's that was really good the year before now is crap. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Carolina keeps having to go on the road to like play Michigan State when they're really stacked, or Indiana when they're really stacked. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? But uh, but nah. I mean, yeah, we'll get into it as the season gets along and, and as things progress. Um, at some point, I'll bring myself to talk about Nova. Oh, uh. but yeah. But um, anyway, you know, that's that's our college basketball segment for right now. Oh, timeout. But yeah. But um, anyway, I'm uh,
2: I'm gonna use a timeout. I just want to uh, just this the fact that I just pulled up, just it just came out of nowhere. No, Did we don't you care. No, no one cares. KU basketball team no one cares. has the longest. I wish I could turn your mic streak streak off right now. In the top twenty five, like they just been there. For, like you talk about powerhouses, and like you talking about North Carolina, you know Duke. But KU had the longest streak Christ. in the top twenty. It is, my lord and savior. Wait. That's just interesting to me. Is that men's basketball? Oh, is that men or women's
0: basketball? Information on. So, Los just showed us a score. Baylor women's team, this is how much we care about KU. Baylor's women's team just beat Winthrop 140 to 32. <laughs> like, we gotta throw hands. Like, they I'm need to have a Title R nine line. lawsuit
1: out against them for <laughs> beating It's not a that real That's assault. They need to have a lawsuit out against them You know that that he will probably be that's reinstated. The, that's suite. domestic Carlton abu- abuse. For for Carlton Bragg. Bragg plays for the listeners. Carlton Bragg plays for Kansas and was uh dismissed from KU's team for a domestic um, yeah. abuse charge yeah, two or three weeks ago. Uh, one of, like, the bright young stars so supposed to be, you know, one of the guys that they were really trying to work into their new system. But uh, video surveillance showed the girl put her hands around his neck first, and then he shoved her into the stairs. And so they have released the charges. Um, so I anticipate him being back on the team because Bill Self is known to let people back on the team after committing crimes, whether it be fighting the football team or shooting people with BB guns or um, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, yeah. So this is like this First is gonna of, be called like a little the, shade, uh, but it's true. The potluck, but podcast, yeah, I think he like, got reinstated. I didn't have a chance to put up medium. an agenda, so we're all over the place. Oh yeah, this is we're freestyling. We're, this, yeah, is, this is we are freestylers. This is the freestyle. Speaking of speaking of Ku guys that you can't take anywhere. Speaking of Ku guys, you can't take anywhere. A key to leave. Come on, a key. Rebuttal game crazy. <laughs> okay. Like I might have to find a clip so we can post this in the put this in the podcast. so You can actually hear but what he I had win. to say. But so I win it. Broncos feel played the, saying, the Titans though. this weekend. It got a little chippy. Um Somebody from the Broncos had a cheap shot first, right? Is that how it started? Or I didn't see that, but I wasn't watching the game so closely. I just saw the hit on um from right. So Harry Douglas, who's a wide receiver from the Titans, uh, took a. Very dirty hit, uh, low shot uh, at Chris Harris. Cut blocked him um, from behind, right, and he didn't see it coming. Um, Hurt his knee. I don't think it was as worse as they feared. Yeah, no, he came back in the
1: game, and it was literally the play was on the opposite side of the field. Right, so there was no reason for him to do it. instead of running in his route, Harry Douglas just kind of came out of his stance and then just basically dove at his kneecaps um, with his helmet and hit his knee right on the helmet. And so the um, following play, obviously there was some kind of um, scuffle there with a keep to leave and harry douglas
0: right so if i can find if i can find the clip i'll send it to trent to put into the podcast insert into the podcast but basically after the game they asked Akib keep about what happened and the was like in so many words it was a dirty play
2: by a sorry player he don't do nothing he come to the game don't catch no passes he come to the game to chop guys from the back and he got the same agent as me. So when I see it in in Atlanta, I'm going to
0: beat his. it. Don't, it don't matter how I went. He tried to do something dirty, so that's why I'm going to beat his don't worry about it. Right. It's a family show. So we might have to see if we can bleep that out. If not, you know, you know, just might have to muff it, you know, muffin ear it for your kids. What's um, the muffin ear it? Yeah, I, I don't understand. Ear muffin. It. Okay, okay, ear muffin. So I got it backwards. Ear muffin poo, for poo the kids.
1: platter and muffin ear it are definitely <laughs> two phrases I don't ever want to hear. <laughs> On the podcast again, but you know, watch
0: old school the movie,
1: old school. Okay, all right.
0: I don't. Did you say muffin ear in old school? Huh? Yes, you did. That's Get out of here! So I was that's,
1: culturally that's relevant. You. I I was. So culturally here you are re- thinking relevant. you're using some kind of like child TV show phrase, <laughs> and it's an old school. With I haven't Feral seen Feral old phrase. school in a long time. That's
0: dope. I feel. I actually feel proud the of myself you now. Thought that was original. From you? Nah, I just thought I I got it backwards. Okay, that's, that's cool. all because it's ear muffet muffin ear. I just got it back. So, anyway. On. Right. <laughs> so, moving on. So, anyway, Akeem Tlaib, we talked about in the show earlier <laughs> earlier about there are some people you can't take anywhere. And this is back when Donald Trump in the locker room talked, and Akeem was like, Donald Trump would fit in our locker room just fine. We were just like, yo, like this cat, you can't take nowhere. Like, Akeem Tlaib was that dude that you can't take. And not the stereotyping, because he's there full of tats. He, like, somebody noticed that the same towel he rubbed, like he used to, rubbing his ear he then put on his face like he just hood ghetto dude like he talked he was on Holly Question. he talked about his grandma like shot his uncle in the leg yeah i, mean, I just, remember like, that episode like we so around our parts there's a thing we talk about where he's grade a certified like a key to leave is usda grade a certified yo <laughs> so that's an inside joke i can't tell y'all <laughs> but i'm telling you he is grade A certified. <laughs> and if you know, I guess slang enough, you might know the word that comes after grade A certified <laughs> that we can't say on this I show. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't a clue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yo, but yo, so we're we're just we're just spitballing here. So we'll move on to the next topic, man. Oh my gosh, y'all are wild. Um, uh, oh, you know what? Something else I wanted you to hit on real quick. Um so you posted um, in our group um, yesterday. Yeah. Um, there's a video from a battle, which I'm ashamed to say I have not seen yet. It's the only battle of yours I have not watched. Mm-hmm. Um, you went out to Pittsburgh to do a slap battle. Right. Um, and in, your, in one of your rounds, you talked about mental health. Mm-hmm. And you posted this on Facebook. Um, you hit us up. And we'll need to make sure we get that posted on the, on the It's a Black or White Thing fan page for people to check that out about mental health. Yeah, Um, yeah. So give give us a little bit about that.
1: So basically, a little background to um, what Slap Battles is, obviously. um, Basically, it's a little different. You take upon a concept rather than being yourself in the battle. Um, So Slap Battle um, reached out to me from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and asked if I wanted to play the concept of giving up. Um, And then I would write three rounds accordingly. So I would take upon that concept and write my rounds in my material as someone who wanted to give up on life or wanted to give up on maybe their dreams or just whatever creative way I took that. And I was battling the concept of holding on. Um, well, with my background, a, my mother is diagnosed um, bipolar, and she's also diagnosed PTSD with, like, some manic characteristics as well. Um, and then I have um, siblings that both that, that suffer from anxiety, depression, and, and I've just been around – mental illness a whole lot. So um, I took my second round, and really the whole battle, I kind of toned it towards somebody who wanted to give up on life um, or that's been through a lot of rough areas or rough patches. But my second round, I kind of specifically geared towards the mental health side of it. And I was able to kind of just (laughs) – I don't necessarily find that I had to get into character just because it's been such a prevalent part of my life growing up and and still to this day – I was able to just take what what has gone on with my family and my mom and everything and put it into words. And what you'll notice in my second round is that I think that the heart behind the lyrics and the heart behind the performance and everything really showed that this was something that I knew I was talking about and something that I really had gone through. So my second round is basically me saying there are people out here who have uh, that are suffering from um, bipolar, uh, PTSD, manic, um, schizophrenia, and it's very easy at times when you can't physically see um, an illness on somebody to, to dis- dismiss them and say, uh, you're just being lazy. You're just like me. You can get up. I'm talking to you right now. You're normal. We're having a normal conversation. Just get up. Just take a shower. Let's go get lunch. Just, you know, these little things to people that don't have that chemical imbalance. Right. And and even in doing so and meaning well, looking over their illness is almost just underhanded, uh, like uh, like a backhanded compliment. You know, it's just not taking the time to understand, sit, listen, love and and be there for people who suffer from these illnesses. um, It's just a very fine line. So I used that round to say, you know, from a Christian perspective and from a church perspective, that. It's really time to start understanding that millions of people worldwide suffer from these illnesses, and there needs to be, you know, some kind of common ground to get to to understand how to um, effectively minister and just effectively be there for people that might that might be in these situations. So, dope, dope, yeah. So the the video's out. We'll share it. Um, you know, like I said, a few people have hit me up about coming out and speaking in regards to um, some of the mental illness. Um, aspects um <coughs> but uh but it is really near and dear to my heart um in in the approach and uh and the response I think I was telling you guys you know I'm a battle rapper so a lot of times what will happen is uh, since I'm a Christian battle rapper a battle will come out and Christians will like me because I'm Christians and battle rappers will like me because I'm a battle rapper you know hip-hop people will like me because I got lyrics and bars and I will get a, uh, I'll gain new fans or new people all the time that have a common ground within battle rap that say rap, hip hop, Christian, you know, it's kind of, uh, um, how it works. Well, with this video, I'm having just these totally different kinds of people reach out and say like, wow, like I don't like rap. I don't know what battle rap is. I don't like, you know, but everything that you said is what I deal with, you know, like, like, the part where you said that's crazy. um, you know, you get up and sh- you get out the bed and shower, that's ritually. If I get out the bed and shower, that's like a victory. You know, that's that bar is just so near and dear to like what my mom goes through every day. And to kind of see like the all of the people that have reached out to me and said like that line is exactly what they go through, it kind of gives you that confirmation that, you know, one, like you can tell your mom, you're not alone. You know, this is not this, you're not weird. You know, this this happens to a lot of people, you know, and and it just kind of a we, uh, a great feeling to know that you're ministering to a group of people that probably would have never clicked on a URL or king of the dot, you know, type battle. Um, so just another way that, that God's using me and um, another avenue that he's that he's put me in that, you know, I'm just trying to be obedient and see what's next. So
0: that's what's up. That's yeah. What's thanks up. for letting me talk about that, man. Yes, Appreciate sir. It. Yes, sir. So we'll make sure we share that from the page. You guys check it out um give your feedback on that because I mean mental illness, um, the stigmas that come with that culturally, I mean it like you said that it's really hard and people just don't understand and it's something that um as a culture, as a society, we have to be better at understanding those things. So definitely. That's what's up. So I'm going to throw out a question. I won't get into this tonight. We'll bring we'll get into this next week. NBA there are, you know, there are a couple of players that are being listed as MVP candidates early on for the first quarter of the season. LeBron James is being listed as one. Kawhi Leonard. Um, Kevin Durant is getting a little bit of love from an OKC standpoint because he is the best player. Although Clay, sixty and twenty nine. I think the stats were he oh, he, he scored or he had
1: what was it? Eight seconds? Eighty eight seconds total. Oh, he, had yeah, yeah, he had
0: the ball in his hands. He had the ball in eleven dribbles. That's wild. 60 points, 29 minutes, 11 dribbles, all in 88 seconds of of having the ball in his hand. That's wild. Um, two things, speaking of that, right now that Clay is on my mind. First, uh, we need to – now listen, I love Inside the NBA. Um, I think it's a great show, but we need to boycott Charles Barkley. Hashtag boycott Barkley 2K16. It, look, I, again, I love the show, but at this point I'm only watching it for the jokes. I'm only watching it for the laughs. I'm not listening to analysis. Charles has been losing me for years. It started when he said Russell Westbrook needed to get uh, Tabo Cephalosha more involved in the offense and <laughs> get him going. Um, it, it continued when he talked about jump shooting teams can't win a championship in a year where the top four jump shooting teams were in the conference finals. And then he completely lost me on opening night where he said that uh, Clay Thompson was the second best all-around player in the NBA. Um, I think he might have said LeBron was number one, and then it was Clay, then Kawhi going to soap. And I'm just like, nah, bro. Like, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm here for your jokes, Charles. I'm not here for your analysis. You're one of the greatest players of all time, but it's hashtag BoycottBarkley2K16. All right. Now that I got that out of the way. Do they still
1: do Amar Rashad's
0: inside stuff? They do. <laughs> That's a random question. Um, they still do inside stuff, except now it is Grant Hill and Kristen Ledlow, and it comes on the NBA Network, oh, NBA okay. Channel. Huh. So All no, right. so no, Ahmad has been retired. You can find Ahmad still kicking it with MJ though, like he'll still show up at, at major events with MJ. So he's still. I mean, that's that's Homeboy Hall of Fame right there. That's um, pretty cool. So what's the question that we're leaving the view, the listeners so with? We'll we'll post we'll post this up tomorrow for you guys to to kick around and talk about. But like I said, I talked about MVP candidates, two of the most talked about guys for MVP early this season. Russell Westbrook, shout out, hashtag Brody season, hashtag don't hate on the Brody, hashtag now I do what I want. And then, um, you know, and then uh, James Harden, um, who I have, I personally have a man crush on that team and how they play basketball. Um, Mike D'Antoni has found the black Steve Nash. Uh, except he's t- he's not as great a passer. As- he's not as flashy a passer as Nas. Although some of those passes, if you've seen them play, they're really good. Um, and so, shout out to uh, Matt Moore. He's at Hard Rod Parox Hardwood Paroxysm on Twitter. He writes for CBS Sports. He's one of their editors. He has his own site. He posted a question of who's a better player right now: Russell Westbrook or James Harden? Both of them right now. Harden Harden is averaging near a triple-double. Russ is averaging a triple-double right now. Um, And so the question I want to pose to you guys is, if you've seen them play, and if you've seen them play, uh, Houston plays a really fun and interesting brand of basketball. It's at seven seconds or less Phoenix style, and you have a super guard in James Harden who's leading that attack. He can get his shots, he can get his buckets, but he's also finding his teammates with passes where you need to keep your head up. Like, if you're not looking for him, he's hit a couple of teammates who just didn't think it was possible for him to get that pass to him. So he's hit him in the face, in the chest, and they just weren't expecting it. He's really good at distributing the basketball. Um, And so my question to you guys who right now, who not saying what they'll be in the future, not saying what they've been in the past, but as they played this year, who is the better player? Um, In the moment, I said Westbrook. And part, the, uh, and my standing for him may have played a role in that. But I'm, I would say about Westbrook
1: it. too, because I think James Harden is more a product of the offense.
0: Now, nah, because the thing is, Harden last year, it was either last year or the year before, put up like six assists a game. So he has that in him. Um, but you know, this system is is this is a soul. This is a soul uh, match made in heaven. Like this is soulmates right here with these two, and his ability again to run the pick-and-roll with his big guys to find his shooters, to hit the the roll guy on his way to the basket or get his own shot, it's a a lovely, lovely offense. And they – I don't know if they're a championship threat, but they're going to give the Warriors a problem. They beat the Warriors. Is he still playing James Harden defense, though? So that's the thing. Like, if he can play – if James Harden can give you crunch time, like fourth quarter, like really good defense – like, he's going to – he could be a top three player in this league if he can just do that. So, you know, because the thing that we don't appreciate enough is that it takes a lot of energy to be to be the focal point of an offense. So that's why I give mad props to Russ for what he's doing because everybody knows it's Russ all the time, and yet he's still putting up these numbers. So, again, I'll put that out. We don't have to get into a discussion today. We can think about it. We can think about it. They call that a tease in radio, yeah, although yeah. it's a, it's a tease for a week. Um. We'll put that up on the website. I want to hear back from you guys. Hit us up on Twitter at brands and bars or Facebook at brands and bars, and let us know who's the better player. I know what Los is gonna say because you know Los has been on on a particular player's bandwagon, which i'm cl- I'm happy to have him on that bandwagon um, So I will say this and we'll we'll move on to the final topic. I am the original Russell Westbrook defender back when people were hating and saying that he's a ball hog k d needs to shoot more. Although I'll put this out here, I'll put this out here for those people who used to say that when KD was on the Thunder. People call Melo a ball hog. People call Melo a ball hog because he shoots too much. And so when I would ask people, how much more, I mean, I'm just saying, we're having a conversation. How much more should, should Kevin Durant shoot a game? And people were like, well, he needs 10 more shots. Those 10 more shots will put him in mellow range. So you can't call Melo a ball hog. And then say that Kevin Durant needs to shoot the ball 10 more times a game. Like, you you can't be consistent at that point. So that's not a shot at Melo. I don't think he's a ball hog. I'm just trying to make a logical point here.
3: I just don't see why you have to bring Melo
0: up. Because he's seen as he plays the same position as KD. They're both small forwards. And, they're, and one is seen as a ball hog while one is seen as one who doesn't shoot enough. And it's like, how can you make, I mean, you know, you can't say Melo's a ball hog and then tell KD to shoot more when he's shooting 20-something times a game. That's all I'm saying. Like I don't get how you take that as a diss.
3: I didn't like you bring up yellow at the time. <laughs> and
0: plus,
3: I didn't like your comment about you calling out the w- Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So early. No, I don't think that's true. What do you mean?
1: He, he said basically that that you you aren't one of the the originals. Oh, people. I am one of the originals. No, he's basically saying that you're not one of the originals.
0: Don't make I go pull the receipts. You I'm I'm far back as 2010. You got the iTunes reports? I'm 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 as far as 2010 2011 on this on this Westbrook bandwagon.
1: I would like to see them.
0: I I I would to
3: I would like to see the uh receipts on that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I y'all know y'all know I'm good on the receipt. So I go pull them. I mean, I remember to let the let Westbrook be Westbrook, you know. Been on I've been on that narcotic yeah, for at least 4 years. Yeah, you took that from Gray Senior. Um, no, actually, I got that from somebody in the NBA community. I remember Dre Sr. was hashtagging it, and then all of a sudden, here comes A1, hashtagging it. Her oh, here we go. Let Westbrook be
1: Westbrook. Oh,
0: that's where he <laughs> got it from. I think that's Lies. where he got it from, actually. Okay. It's, it's weird it so because
1: weird. I don't know if he's – are, are there other are things that Dre Sr. does that you do now? Like, I don't <laughs> – like, mm,
2: <I> <laughs> But Dre Sr. is a very generous guy. He gives out hashtags, gives out quotes, gives out Netflix accounts. Let me just say he's just a very – Generous <laughs> individual.
1: Shout out to the homie Dre Senior. He texted me today. That's why uh, I'm, I segued into that joke. But uh, he's all right. yeah, that's the homie. He's all right. Yeah, he's listening right now. He's probably enthused
0: that we don't have a WNBA section right now. I'm actually for no uh, for January. I'm gonna see if I can reach out to someone who's a ESPN WNBA correspondent. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I told you we tr- we trying to go big in 20. 20- Look, I'm gonna hit up Obama. Obama out of office. What he got to do? All he got to do is to, all he can say is no, right? So I'm trying to hit up everybody. I'm trying to hit up everybody I can, like, yo, come on our show. Jose Bautista follows me. I'ma hit him up. Like, why has nobody signed you yet, bro? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jose Bautista for the follow. Don't know why you follow me, but please continue to. So that's anyway. A <laughs> if it's a mistake, he ain't corrected it. So I ain't hating. Like I'm putting that on my resume. Jose Jose Bautista follows I've me.
3: A, I've gotten a few follows from some celebrities that yeah. uh Back a couple of weeks later, and they were
0: gone. So <laughs> I
3: don't know what led to the mistake, but uh, they corrected me. So
0: <laughs> random. Speaking of mistakes, the other half of player circle. So back when Two Chains was known as, you know, Breast Boy. I'm gonna clean it up. I'm gonna clean it Hilarious. up as much as I can. He was, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, it, man, yeah. Back it. when he was known as Breast Boy. Okay. T- uh, for T- the up. kids in the car, we're Go talking about you. chicken. We're talking about chicken. Uh, um, back when he was known as that, the other dude whose name I don't even know. Well, he followed me for like five minutes on Twitter. Followed me, he clicked he I got the notification. I was like, wait, is this the dude from really from Player Circle? Duffelback Boys? And I think I almost hit him up. I started hit him up like, bro, thanks for the follow. This is back when it was like cool to actually tell people thanks for following me. And then like I got ready to do it. I went back five minutes later, he was gone. Remember like follow Fridays? Like Follow Fridays. You know I mean? Remember, like, now yeah. listening to yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh. One back of my when followers. what was what was the sub <laughs> thing you should do? One of my followers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) now used to be the thing. Twitter used to pop. Used to be used to crack back in the day. It still does for me. I'm a Twitter. Yeah, I like
1: Twitter. I like Twitter a lot. Yeah. Shout
0: out to Twitter. Yeah, but this is what you get on the potluck edition of uh. (laughs) You get Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you get Twitter analysis. Twitter memories. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, Instagram just went live with. uh, I guess they now have. This is true. They have live capabilities like Facebook has. Which I know people are saying, well, this is the end of Twitter, which end of whatever. But people have been saying Twitter's demise is coming forever. And it may still come because they don't have a lot of active users. That's their big their problem. Part of their problem is the fact that, like, Periscope, it should have been integrated within the app. Right. I mean, this is just my, hey, Jack, if you're listening, Periscope should be integrated within the Twitter app. Like, you shouldn't have to go to a different app. You should be able to go live from there. You know, so shout out to Twitter. I hope y'all don't die. I know y'all killed Vine, which, why? Um, but you know, shout out to y'all. So Jack, hit me up. I love to give you some creative ideas. We here at the at Black and White Thing we'll go live on Periscope if you'll pay us. You know what I'm saying? If y'all need the you know, we don't we don't have that Twitter, many followers, uh, but they you, said know, you
2: know. That Twitter is meeting with my space to come up with a rein, a reinvention strategies.
0: You lying.
2: Why would I lie? It's hosted by Black Planet.
0: See, anyway, that <laughs> see, see, you all you you had I was like like fifteen percent into believing you, and then That's you just sideline
1: warning because sideline infractions, sideline infractions, was a delay of game. <laughs> somebody, so.
3: somebody please take his growing mic,
1: <laughs> please. And we ain't talking about Todd speaking at a press conference.
0: Bars, <laughs> but anyway, so we're gonna close out NFL. Um, let me get let me get into my potluck Chiefs. notes. So, no let, we'll start there. We'll start there. So, um, last, not last, did they play last Thursday? Yeah. So last Thursday, so, last Thursday, I got on Facebook right before the game and said, you know, two years ago we were in this basement recording uh, this, this, this podcast. TV was over here. Trent was pulling up the Raiders versus the Chiefs. Tavis Murray ran for like 200 yards on five carries. Now, were we watching, now, were we
1: watching the playoffs in baseball? No. Nope. We two were, two were watching, watching the game. Total different yeah. month.
0: They, well, no, it was around that time. It was like September, October.
1: Yeah, that's right. Raiders
0: won, Raiders won that game. I thought the Raiders would win that game. I thought it was kind of deja vu. Chiefs won in part because Derek Carr's pinky is jacked up. Um, and I got a lot of people, yes, but Derek Carr's pinky. That that affects your your ability to throw. Um, but the throw? <laughs> <laughs> now that was a throw.
3: Now
1: that was a throw. There was, there was nothing wrong with the pinky. It was a beautiful throw.
0: So real quick. We're at we're we're hanging out. We're at the beach. The homie Lowe's is quarterbacking. Reese is the receiver. The homie Cotton is DBing. These two, these three, kind of go back and forth about football skills and who's dope. Lowe's QBs. Uh, Reese creates separation. He uses the chicken wing to to get without without, the without full no pass extension the, without the full extension, yeah. no pass interference. I agree. Uh, Cotton disagrees. Perfect throw. Perfect. Perfect Reese throw. Reese Perfect. is unable to come down with the catch. Um, you know, and it was. I think uh, A. Ward got the Snapchat of Reese coming back to the huddle, sand all in his face, giving us analysis. So just give me y'all a little bit of insight. It was a dope time. Dope time had by all. Indeed. Ooh. But anyway, that was like fun. Derek Carr. I mean, if we if we can stop paying you, you could go. Like if 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 you can if you can you know do this for free. Matter,
2: matter of fact, I just found out Christmas was next week, so I need y'all to book like FOMO podcast. <laughs>
1: You know, so we're, we need to we're, all, we're all kind of like math guys, right? I mean, a lot of times we share, like, word problems and different things like that, right? So if I was to give you a uh, just a freestyle word problem right now, right, and just say Johnny um, charges such-and-such such amount per hour to record at Johnny's studio. But Johnny interrupts such-and-such <laughs> such amount of time over the <laughs> – Over the course of 21 podcasts, Johnny has interrupted three to four hours. Would we not be under the impression that Johnny should do, like, a free – I mean –
3: Your free podcast should be coming
1: on the next rotation. I feel like it's one of those punch cards at, like, a subway. Like, like, our next rotation. Yeah. I I thought we limited – you know the interruptions for this but yeah i digress i digress um back 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 to <laughs> yeah, the chiefs yeah um, back to the
0: chiefs so yeah. straight up here's the here's the real chiefs fans y'all jumped in my mentions y'all harassed me about about you know you was paranoid you was tripping here's the thing guys y'all not going to win a title unless the offense steps it up the defense and special teams have been saving y'all bacon they've been saving y'all bacon all season long you had good quarters, you have had good halves, you had good halves of quarters, but you've not put together four complete games. Like, straight up, I need to see y'all put together, not four complete games, but four quarters of good offensive play without Eric Berry returning something for a touchdown, without Tyreek saving y'all butt on a punt or kickoff return. I need four quarters. They got Uh no answer for that. They're, like, sitting here mad, if they're still listening. They're sitting here, like, mad
1: at you, and they're like, no, that one game we – Right, uh, can't, you can't find it. <laughs> like that. You can't find it. <laughs> but what about when we play? Nah, 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 nah. nah. We can.
0: <laughs> but see, but here is the flip side of this, though. And this is this is where the the motto of the NFL this year should be: we're just good enough. Like we're just good enough. So I said before the the uh, the the Cow, uh, Cowboys and Giants play that the Cowboys are the only team this year that has played consistently good offense and defensive football all season. It had where it hasn't been in spurts where it's been. They did it together one game, and then the next game the offense carried. No other the defense. They've done it until this Giants game. The offense really let them down for, like, really the the first time. And I'm still on that Romo bandwagon. I still think he should be the starter. Yes, sir. He should still be the starter. Los is a Cowboys fan, by the way. I'm definitely on the fraud Giants bandwagon. I'm getting there, too. Okay. I'm getting there, too. The Giants beat the Cowboys. The Giants are still frauds. They still stink. Eli, They're, They're horrible. Eli is still not good and one of the and not the most overrated but one of the most overhyped quarterbacks of all time I'm not I'm he's going to go to Hall of Fame I'm still going to be like the dude is a fraud like he's just overhyped but the reason why I think that the Chiefs can somehow still win a Super Bowl the Cowboys can somehow still win a Super Bowl and even the Giants who I don't believe in I think can win the Super Bowl because no one is consistently good no one is consistently good from week to week or even Patriots injuries and I think Belichick I mean I get why he got rid of Jamie Collins but they can't rush the passer so even Alex even Alex if you give him 10 seconds to stand back there would make something happen Mm -hmm. and so in a game where a team like the Ravens doesn't shoot itself in the foot which they almost won that game the the Patriots can be had like Brady is Brady but I mean Denver their quarterback situation stinks Derek Carr's pinky is going to hurt him the Lions when you're playing all these close games – First off, you don't have to say anything after you say the lines. But you have to respect them. They're 8-4. and four. But when you're playing all these close games and you're not putting anyone away, you're not blowing anyone out every once in a while, even the bad teams – Eight fourth quarter comebacks this year. All, every win that they've had this year has been but – but, I mean, but speaking of that, how many games have the Chiefs – how many of their games have been one-score games? How many games have they won by more than seven points? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean
1: there's been – Countless games that the Chiefs have had where they've only scored one or two offensive touchdowns.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, no one is great. Like, there's, and so I'm going to make a comparison. So, people talk about the NBA is born because it's going to be the Warriors and the Cavaliers. And I'm okay with that because they're great teams. Like, I'm okay, but in the NFL, if this is, people talk about, well, this is parody and I love parody. If this is what parody looks like with the NFL, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's not it's not interesting. Like none of these games like the Thursday night so games. So you're
1: saying the season where the Cowboys are good, you don't want these kind of seasons. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what I'm
0: hearing. No, that's not what I'm saying.
3: I'm not gonna take that away from what he's saying. Okay, okay. Right. I just right. want to make sure. I'm not. I'm just saying so that I think he should chill out. A yeah. Bit. A I'm just bit. saying that yeah. in the
0: season in the season where the Cowboys are relevant again, the the Giants are here in the playoff hunt, and the Raiders are relevant again. Like, they're, none of these teams are great. Like, none of these teams are great, but they all have a realistic shot at winning the title because who's nope. going to beat them? Like, you can't realistically say that the pa- – can you say with any with a shadow of a doubt if the Chiefs play the Patriots that the Patriots are going to win this game? No.
1: I think all we can really say this year in the NFL is if anybody plays the Browns,
0: anybody is going to win this game. It's the only guaranteed W. And even they were – but even they were competitive for, like, the first six or seven games. 49ers
3: are kind of, yeah, uh, they' been uh, close in some and
0: games. And that's another thing, like even they've been competitive, but they're still they're, they're still stink. They still. Suck. Hey, did anybody, did shot, anybody
2: else care uh, that yeah. RG three came back last game?
0: I did because I want to see him be. I want to see him do well. Like I want to see his career. I team.
2: really thought that he was gonna be great,
0: bro. I, I saw that flea flicker. Oh my. God. He threw it in triple coverage, bro. <laughs> like and 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 it made me wonder like, did the pass route only call for one guy to go out there? Was there no other options for him to throw the ball to? Like RG three
3: threw the ball like he was a running back. <laughs> <laughs> well you where well, you have to tell a running back, no, don't throw it. He still throws right. it.
0: Look, if look, if you get this ball and there ain't nobody open, just run or well, just my throw only thought
1: is it away. I guess you could, but if you only have one guy running a route, you can't really throw it away.
0: I mean, I mean, and that's to me, I did, again, I would have to see the, that's the all 22. I didn't watch, but it. I mean, maybe that's all that was maybe that was all the concept called yeah. for it was just for run, one running back and a one wide receiver, and he was just kind of stuck. But I don't yeah. know, but I don't know. But again, like, again, I don't, I don't parody, know. man, parody. I like parody, I don't because look at the team's records, everybody's like six, I'll and tell seven. You why I don't
1: like parody is that pick em challenge that we're
0: doing. It's um, I think Marcus is in first place. Shout out to Marcus. I Shout had
3: out. one bad week, and then it just went
0: downhill. So next year in this pick'em, first place again. I'm going to keep advertising this. First place in the pick'em, hundred dollar gas card. Second place, fifty dollar gift card. Third place, twenty five dollar gift card to look to try to step it up next year maybe up the amount of money that you get for winning the pickup maybe have fantasy some, football. some 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 oh, prizes at the halfway <laughs> <Then you> point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the season so we're going to you know get and, you know go to the 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 uh fortress of of solitude and come together with something maybe some extra prizes for next year for people so again if you didn't get in this year those are the prizes this year we might up the ante next year so Which when that when you see that link come out from us Facebook dot com brains and bars a um not a one lp um at Twitter at brains and bars you might want to click that link and join Would in. Would you ESPN, like the top five? Pigskin challenge. Go ahead. Who's um, the top five? We
2: have uh, that bum Marcus in number one, tied with Missional eight one six, which is James Watts. James,
0: James uh, Watts. James he, who has been atop the leaderboard all season.
2: And then we have yeah, uh, yeah. Jesse Abbey. At
0: Shout out to the homie Jesse.
2: We have whoever. Dem boys is at number four. All day. And then some. To some some beautiful man, uh, Fat Boy Trey is at number five. Only in Trump's
0: America. Only in like, Trump's America. Like this is like, hey for real. Like this might be a great four years for him.
1: Hey.
2: But well, he's not going to win. I'm winning.
0: Absolutely I mean, not. He's not even going to get the $25 but,
2: card. But I shouldn't be where I am. Do you understand that?
1: Is, there, is this testimony Come part on. of the – Hey,
2: show me. But God. Hey. Can
3: we move on? Yeah. yeah so this is no. – So
1: um, I was watching last night on ESPN. And um, actually, go ahead and finish the football talk because this is not football.
0: All right. So actually, I'm done with football. Like, it's just – this is just a season of men. Yeah. This is a season of nobody's really good. Nobody's this is the podcast the of are man. Really good. <laughs> Let's be honest. This is <laughs> this the, is the podcast. podcast of Yeah. This has been the But I feel like this has been one of our more fun podcasts. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm having a great time. I'm great the time. The
3: Cowboys have been awesome this year. This so is true.
0: They've that, been I mean But I can still I can still make a good case that they that they won't win the Super Bowl. Is Clayborne still out? I think so. He, he's out,
3: he, uh, he's he will return.
1: Okay. They he might is. be very – they might be it. They might be it, Cowboys, and everybody else once Claiborne gets back.
0: And the thing is, like, outside of Dak, which I, I like Dak, but him with him being a rookie, I really can't pick against them anyone beating them other than the Giants. I mean, at this point, you know. They
2: swept if them. If Dez leave they his did. hands at home again, then they have a problem. But he's not going to do that. I'm saying – but he just forgot his hands. He just said, hey, I don't need these today. Keep throwing it to me. But I'm gonna throw it on a full. I'm gonna throw. And you know what? I'm gonna catch one one and then fumble it. It was one pass.
0: It was one pass. It was. It was. was, I mean, I can't really refute that. It was one. It was one pass. pass. yeah. So So did you just blow blow that whole part out? No, he had like
2: eight targets.
0: He he just brought the segment to a screeching halt. Is really what he He had like eight targets.
2: No catches. One fumble.
1: I feel like he's
3: just reaching to... Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's really yeah, doing yeah, a lot yeah, right now. Yeah, and he's
2: making everybody Is there something weird? you need to tell
1: us about Dez, that he follow you on Twitter and now he no. doesn't? Deck um, is
2: my quarterback, and
0: oh. I needed the points. Oh, Be- but, oh okay, but, so it goes back to fantasy football. Okay, you had a bye week. It, d- it don't matter. Right, he did have a bye it week. It don't matter. He did have a bye week. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Only move on. Only they just give anybody Trump's a microphone these days. Right, a Hello Kitty one at that. No, what I was
1: going to, and it's and it, like I said, this is the potluck podcast, the meh podcast, the freestyle podcast, the um podcast where Trent gets 19 timeouts. This is the podcast of all podcasts, but I did see, and I thought I was going to get your take on this because you were talking about parody in the NBA, or we were talking about parody, and we were talking about the NBA and how Warriors, Cavs, you know that's going to happen. Um, The length of the NBA season. Oof. Um, Because I saw last night, did you see the guy sign in Memphis? Um, So, the Grizzlies played the Cavs last night. Right. um, And uh, the Cavs coach, I guess, decided to sit LeBron, Kyrie, and Love. Yep, yep. And the kid signing in Memphis said, I paid $800 to drive here to see LeBron play, and LeBron is at home. I spent $800, you know, to get here to Memphis, hotels, tickets, and everything to watch LeBron play, and LeBron is at home. Yo Um, So I saw something that just, you know, that was talking about the idea of players sitting and the length of the season. And, you know, Chauncey Billups obviously said, we, we rested in practice. He's like, you remember when Allen Iverson was like, practice? Practice? You know, like every game Allen Iverson was out there, you know? But then there's also the flip side that I've seen the argument that says, "Well, why don't you just rest at home?" "Why don't you rest at a home game?" Because that can assure you that there's not because in basketball, let's be honest, fans will drive if they know Kobe is playing. You know, we are maybe we were looking at going to Oklahoma City, you know, to watch the Warriors and Thunder. We need to get on that because I'm trying right. to still go to that. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, obviously Durant's gonna play in that game. We hope, but it. you know, say you're a huge Kobe fan and you wanted to see, you know, or you're a huge LeBron fan and you travel four hours to the closest to watch him, You know, what is the season too long? Is
0: the so the the short answer to this is yes, the season is too long, and w- they just signed a agree to a new CBA deal. Um, they are going to start the season like a week later. They're going to cut down to only six. Max six preseason games to try to cut down on as many back-to-backs and four games and five nights as possible. Yeah, unfortunately, um, I mean your body parts only have they have an expiration date on them. So at some point, an ACL is going to go, or you're going to tweak a groin, or you know, you don't know when it's going to happen. And so with your star players, like I understand that guy's point. Like that does stink. Like if we pay the money to go to Oklahoma City. And they just decide, well, we're going to rest, you know, Steph, KD, and, and, and Clay, you know, when, we, when they come to OKC. Like, I want to be sorely disappointed because right. part, part of the reason I'm going is to see KD his first time back in OKC and to see the reception and to see, you know, what happens in that game. Um, so I don't know how you fix that. Like, I agree that maybe they should only rest at home because you're right. They get, you know, 41 of those a year. Um, and the fans aren't necessarily going to miss it. But for for a Western Conference team, they're only coming once a year. Right. Um, and so that that's hard, man. Like, I don't have a good answer for that. Like like I said, the short answer, yes, they should shorten the season. I love the lockout shortened season. You know, they started on Christmas Day. They had the whole day to themselves. It was a big blowout, you know, extravaganza, and it signaled, like, hey, the NBA is back. When they start now, like, it's the middle of football season right. for both college and pro. Nobody really cares. right? Nobody's really paying attention. You pay attention, like, Warriors played the Clippers last week. You know, you pay attention when, you know, the marquee teams come together to play each other. You pay attention. But I don't have a good answer to that. Like, I would love to see them shorten it to, like, 60 games. Yeah. Um, but once that money's out there, you know, it's like Thursday night football. Thursday night football is a dog. But. That money's out there now. And you're not, owners are not in the business of saying, well, in the interest of fans, you know, we're going to cut back on that. So, man, I do feel bad for homie, though. You know, I was joking when I said, yo, bad, you know, but I feel bad for him to spend 800 bucks. Like, and I would be hitting up the, I mean, you know, uh, Dan Gilbert or right, old boy Mike, I don't know if Mike, uh, I forget the, oh, the guy's last name who owns the Grizzlies, but. I would be hitting one of them up like, yo, y'all, y'all, this is false advertising. Like, y'all owe me bread. Like, I put out 800 for this, and I didn't get to see, you know, the marquee players. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. That's tough. That's tough. Hey, yo, but hit us up. What do y'all think? Should the NBA shorten their season, man? Hit us up and let us know. Yep. Anything else? We good? I think I'm good, man. All right, cool. So, this is the end of the show. Shout out to y'all for staying with us. I think we're <sighs> like in the hour, 10-minute mark. Yep. We said we weren't going to be an hour. I think the slander and really Trent's uh, interruptions really pushed us past this hour mark. I I think that's what we're going to blame it on, at least. Right. Um, So shout out to you if you made it to the end of this in one listen. Like, you the real MVP. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to y'all. Shout out to all my real Africans. Shout out to uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Um, You can go to SoundCloud.com slash Brains and Bars. Listen to all episodes of It's a Black and White Thing. I'm trying to get those uploaded to iTunes. You can listen to this new episode of It's a Black and White Thing at iTunes. So just search It's a Black and White Thing. Hit us up, Facebook.com, Brains and Bars. Same thing for Twitter. IamAward.com to go check out all his battles. Check out his slap battle where he talks about mental illness and the ways it affects you. Uh, we'll make sure we post that on the Facebook fan page and Twitter page as well. And until next time, shout out to the big homie Los for sitting in with us tonight.
1: Enjoyed it. Shout
0: also, uh, yep, AmpTheEntertainment.net. Thank you. Don't forget that one. AmpRecords.net. Shout out to Jamie Lynn. New album just came out. Release party was dope. Uh, Reese Nichols, No Regrets. Go grab that too. The homie B. Harris, The Drawing Board. Amp Records, we appreciate y'all. Shout out to Reese. AmpRecords.net. AmpedEntertainment.net. You can check out the podcast as well. Blog. Shout out to the homie Lowe's. We won't put his blog information out there.
3: TheLowe'sFactor816.blogspot.com.
0: there you go. Yep. Check him out. He does some dope blogs, man. I'm trying to trying to push him to keep putting some content out cuz it's really good. So, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna work on him mean, on that. Shout out to the homie Trent. We do appreciate you and all your interruptions. Um, you know what I'm saying? We, we could w- just call this show Part in the Interruption. I mean, I don't know if that's We got a lot of we got a lot of ideas for this. We I mean, the Meh podcast, Meh. um, freestyle podcast, potluck. Yeah. You know, pardon the interruption. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hello Kitty. Hello um, Kitty, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, we can call it a lot. I'm voting so.
2: against Hello Kitty. I'm voting for a potluck.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. okay. Well, we know you always vote for a potluck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bars.
1: Bars. But uh, <laughs>
0: but until next time, man, we appreciate y'all tuning in to the only podcast that has brains, bars, and interruptions. <laughs> It's been a black and white thing, man. We holler at y'all man.